says uh, the prayer of faith has the power to heal the sick and the spirit of God cannot move when prayer is not at work into his fullness so I want to encourage everyone who is here to pray these are the days that prayer is really needed. We are getting to the last days and the battle is very fierce. Battle everywhere and what happened in the spiritual realm is just, we just see a little on the physical realm. And I believe that believers will take the time and pray. Amen. I have been dealing with faith, which is very important, because the scripture says that without faith, it is impossible to please him. And we all know that all of us want to please him. I want to talk about something Little, which is great, with the men of faith and the women of faith. One thing that is needed is, let us go to Jeremiah 17, verse 5, and Psalm 23, verse 4. Thus says the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusted in who? The man that trusted in man and maketh flesh his what? His arm. Whose heart departed from the Lord. Read the entire thing and don't read a portion and leave whose heart is departed from God. Psalm 23 
Yea, though I walk through what? The valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. This psalmist put my faith in a certain context. That is confidence, his courage, whatever he has is based on the presence of God with him. For faith cannot work when your consciousness of God is not there. I believe that faith works when you know God is on your side. When God is far away from you, you think God is far away from you, it's difficult for your faith to work. So the presence of God is very important when it comes to the activating of your faith and your faith having great fruit for you. Most of us, what the devil uses is that he tells us, oh, God has rejected you. Sometimes you want to exercise the word, but the devil tells you you are not qualified. Or haven't you? He will point through your confidence. He will, he will just peer through your, your, your everything about you, and he will bring your past failures and tell you that because of what has happened, you cannot, God will not hear you. So even though you are operating in a certain level, you are still not sure whether it will work. But faith is the assurance. So once that sureness is taken away, it is difficult for you to have the fruit of your word, your faith. Every person that operated in faith, there are some few things which I'll talk some of them, that you can see with people who walk with faith. People who walk with faith, while faith in him, if you're operating in faith, I can see you are operating in faith, is that they are very courageous. You can't have faith and not be courageous. Faith brings courage. When God speaks to you, and God's word comes, it brings courage. It encourages you to do what he says you can do. You remember Gideon? How many of you have heard a story about Gideon before? You know where God met Gideon? Oh, who knows where God met Gideon? What was he doing? This man was hiding and there's a reason for hiding. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth tree, which was in opera, which belongs to Joas the Abiezra, while his son Gideon threshed wheat in the winepress in order to do what? To hide it from what? Why do you have your property 
the food you sowed, this is your land, you planted it, it came out, you did everything, and you've harvested it, and you still want to hide it because from somebody because if that person sees it, you can eat it. This is a man, while he was doing that, you will find out that when you look at the story of these people, any time they sow, in the time of their prayer, and they sow and I say things are coming out, this big Midianite will come and do what? And come and destroy everything. They will wait, you will till the land, they will wait, you put your seed inside, they will wait, you've done everything, then they will come and destroy everything. Sometimes, you work hard, not that you are lazy. The reason why you are poor is not because you are lazy. You work very hard, but there's an external enemy that comes to destroy it. So these external enemies can put a pattern in your life that anytime you plant, they will come and destroy it. Anytime you do this, they will come. Anytime somebody beat you over and over again, he comes, you don't fight again. Oh, if somebody beat you three times, the fourth time when you are going to meet him, you know you are defeated. <laughs> Even if he's been struck with malaria and is weak, and his strength is not there, and he says, "I'm going to beat you," you say, "Run away." So, this is the pattern which Gideon was going through, which most of us go through. We work very hard, we show, we do everything, hard-working people, but you can't see fruit. The little you have to, you can't eat it open, for they will come up with their livestock and their tent coming in as numerous as... Let's read from verse 1. Let's read from verse 1 so that you can see the story. Then the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. They did what? So you don't enter into problem because you are in the problem. Sometimes our own doing put us in a certain position and gives advantage to the enemy to have power over us. So the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, so the Lord delivered them into the hands of Midian for seven years. Seven years. And the hand of Midian prevailed against what? Israel. When you are delivered into somebody's hand, his hand will, deliver, will prevail against you. What makes Israel strong is when God is on their side. The moment God leaves your sight, you become the weakest person on earth. So our boldness is God on our side. Now it looked like God have led them, that their strength was God, and God have withdrawn his strength. Eventually, his, their enemies will always beat them. So let's look at what happened. And the hand of the Midianite prevailed against Israel because of the Midianite. The children of Israel made for themselves what? Are they lions? A lion hiding 
out. If you don't come out, a lion doesn't come out of the forest, he don't get food to eat. And here is a lion, strong man, hiding in a den, being confined in a certain area. Ha! The caves and the stronghold which are in the mountains, look at the way human beings are now hiding. The Taliban's. So it was. Whenever Israel had what? Whenever Israel had sown, Midianite will come up. Also, Amalekite and the people of the east will come up against them. They never come out against them when they don't sow. The moment you sow, problems are coming. The moment you decide to work hard, problems are coming. The moment you get a job, problems are coming. The moment you start something, you see problems left and right. The Amalekite, the Midianite, the people from the east, they all gather. You don't know, you didn't invite them, but they are coming. Sometimes you don't invite problems, but the problem comes. How many of you invite problems? Then they would encamp against them and destroy the what? The produce of what? The earth as far as Gaza and leave no sustenance for Israel. Neither sheep nor ox nor donkey. So they are not coming for the human beings. They come to destroy your wealth. What will make you live? So this, are, this is the pattern for the seven years, what was going through their life. So they'll work out, they will show when the time comes for you to reap before you realize ah, they've come. And any time it's time for you to reap, say, oh, I'll write that day. Then this alone can put fear in you. Oh, let's continue. For they will come up with their livestock and, okay, 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 and destroy uh, 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 livestock and then coming into the numerous as locusts. But both they and their camel were without number and they will enter the land to destroy it. So Israel was what? Greatly what? Impoverished. Why was Israel impoverished? Because of what is happening. Whenever you sow, and enemies come to destroy it, there's no way you can prosper as a nation or as a person or as a people. So, what they were doing is to impoverish Israel. So, Israel was what? impoverished because of the Midianite and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. That's where prayer came out. Sometimes we are pressed to the world before we pray. They saw that there is nothing we can do and most of us we pray because we are in trouble. When trouble stops, prayer stops. 
When you needed something hard, your prayer level, temperature was high. When you come to church, let's pray. You pray like And the guy that prayed with fire, with zeal, with everything, the moment God lifted him. And I said, look, I've got a position. <laughs> I have to respect that position there. I have workers under me, they are here. Let me just pray a very nice prayer. Lord, <laughs> you know, you've blessed me. And I just thank you so much. Is that how you used to pray? <laughs> now your lifestyle has changed. Your relationship has changed. You even don't want to pray in tongues because you're shy, because you've been lifted among people who are derogating tongues as if tongues are, these people are crazy. So you want to look very nice. But the moment you get into trouble, prayer starts. And it came to pass. It will always come to pass. When the children of Israel cried out to the Lord because of the Midianite, thank God for the Midianite, it made them pray a prayer giant. It drew their attention to the God who they served that the Lord sent a prophet to the children of Israel who said to them, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt and brought you out of the house of what? Bondage. And I delivered you out of the hands of the Egyptians and out of the hands of all who oppress you and drove them out before you and gave you their land. Also I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not fear the gods of the Amorite in whose land you dwell, but you have not obeyed my voice. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat. The first thing that came was that God sent an, a prophet, isn't it? So his word went forth. The prophetic word came. Anytime God's prophetic word comes, deliverance is on the way. He delivered them by the word of his prophet. Anytime God wants to do something, he sent a prophetic word. When God's prophetic word comes, action comes. Then the angels have been dispatched because that word might be fulfilled. An angel then went to, let's look at where the angel. Now the angel of the Lord came and said another, tell me that's where it now came. Which uh, was, okay, let's, uh, we've read this one. Go to 12. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, the Lord is what? Tell someone, the Lord is with you. Is with you. Some of you don't believe it. The question some of you we ask is that, if the Lord is with me, why am I still like this? 
Oh, don't, don't your mind tell you. And the angel of God said, appeared to him and said, The Lord is with you. With God, all things are what? Possible. When God is on your side and with you, every battle that you enter in, you are going to win it. Faith is God on your side. The Lord is with you. You mighty man of what? God cannot be with you for you to become a weak man. Because the strength, when God is with you, his strength becomes your strength. That God is with you, it is enough for God to be with you. But sometimes we don't believe ourselves. Thank God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, The Lord is with you, you mighty man of Vela. Oh, mighty man of Vela, look at where he is. Gideon said to him, Oh Lord, if the Lord is with us, why? Adam. Why then has all this happened to us? If God is with you, you don't expect certain things to happen to you. Isn't it? But what is happening to you, how can this God be with me? Then I go for an interview and they fail me. How can this God be with me? And I see an exam and fail. How can this God be with me when I propose to a woman it bounced back to me. <laughs> How can God be with me? When this sickness is destroying my body, there are questions that you ask. Truly, is, is God this God with us? Why are we then going through all this? If God is with Ghana, Why? Men can't say it. The why you can put your own. Then you cannot hold me that I said A, B, C, D. If God is with Africa, why all this? Oh, if God with us, why will some border be close? I didn't say anything. <laughs> oh. Jesus said, Oh Lord, if thou, the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his what? His miracles, which our fathers told us about. Why, Lord, we have read all this, that by faith, Sarah herself, at the age of 90, received strength to get pregnant and got a child. I have believed you, and I am 35. I can still have a child. All that I know about you 
It's what we've read in the Bible that you did. I haven't seen anything in my life. Our fathers have told us that you can open the Red Sea for us to walk through. But when we get to a place where we have to walk through, no door. Our fathers have told us that they march around a wall and the wall crumble and you get them victory. Now, this is our problem. We are sitting down here crying. Where is that God? If you are with us, why are we seeing this? We've heard that God, you can do A, B, C, D. But we haven't experienced that. I hope you're getting me. It's not only Gideon asking. All of us ask the same question. We are in Gideon. It's only a few of you who don't have that question. Those few who don't have it, you are hypocritically, either you've buried your head that there's no problem. <laughs> so, can, so that you can pretend as if there's no problem. And you who is pretending know that there's a problem. <laughs> Obia won a problem. Ghana won a problem. America won a problem. Babia won a problem. Abushambia won a problem. Osofo ni problem. Congregation won problem. Obia ku ni problem na deba sorry. O preaching na ku ni problem. Oh sorry. And where are all his miracles. Where are all his miracles? We are now thinking, does God still work miracles? You are going to oh, God works miracles. But what will be? What will be that? If God works miracles, why this problem? Why haven't he done it? Gideon was asking it. It's an angel who came and told him, God is with you. He said, ah. God, God with us. Any people God is with, you know what the result. We had God visit our, people, our fathers in Egypt. You saw what happened. With the strength and the mighty hand of Pharaoh, he couldn't stop them. They walked out without even fighting, even throwing a one, one, just shooting one this cow. No, they just walked out. And when they were going out, they were giving them their gold. They said, you ask whatever you want. God, where is that God? And when they were going, they tried to chase them. The same God opened the Red Sea. And they passed through. When these people tried to pass through, this God covered them. But why can't he cover the Philistines, the, 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 uh, 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 the Midianite, and the people of the east and listen, when they are coming, the same God who was able to bury them in the sea, couldn't he bury them on the way? Sometimes questions come. We, we are people that have brains that are, God have created reason, God have created us to be reasoning beings. If this thing happened to this person, why could, can't it happen to me now? 
I'm also believing the same God. But you are telling me, mighty man of Vela, you know where I'm hiding? And that's not where mighty men are. <laughs> if I was a mighty man, I would have delivered my people. But me, myself, I'm afraid. So, <laughs> Gideon, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt, but now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianite. Yes, I believe that God can do everything, but he said, Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go away in this world, might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianite. While he was complaining about the problem, he was the answer to the problem. The very thing he was complaining about, the answer, he was the answer. God, God is not coming to fight for him. He said, you, you are the one. Who can? Gideon. He said, go where? In this. So he was strong. He was a mighty man. But he himself didn't know he was a mighty man. You are a rich man. But see, you don't know you are a rich man. You are a mighty person, but you don't know. You are the MD, but you don't know you are a MD. You are the, the one who is going to help the economy of Ghana, but you don't know. And you are you who is going to help the economy, you are complaining about the economy. Sometimes anytime you start complaining, you know that you are the answer. <laughs> Whatever you complain about, you are likely to be the answer. The reason why that burden is upon you, the reason why you are crying inside your heart is because God wants to use you to solve the problem. Amen. Gideon, go in this your mind. Gideon, sometimes you look at the way God works. You don't believe yourself, but God believes in you. Sometimes we don't believe in ourselves, but God believes in us. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this your mind, and you shall save Israel from the hands of the Midianite. Have I not sent you? So he said to him, O oh Lord, how can I save Israel? Israel, sometimes the problem is so big. You yourself, you've been swallowed in the problem that when they tell you you, are there, you will be the answer, you, you, you can't believe that. How? Even then, oh Lord, how? Indeed, my clan is what? You see, now he's not giving the, why he can't. Does strength depend on clan? Huh? Say, my clan, most of us say, oh, I'm an African. Oh, I'm from Ghanaian, they don't tell me a shit. Oh, I'm from this village. Ah, for me, my educational level is not as, uh, as strong as this. 
Oh, and for me, see, I'm not too strong enough. Some say, oh, I'm not as wise as some people. Who told you? So he said to him, oh, Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is what? The weakest in Manasseh. Manasseh. And I am the least in my father's house. You know Manasseh? Who is Manasseh? Huh? <coughs> Joseph's son. Joseph is number what? Oh, you know the number? Number 11 or number? Huh? He said, look, you, they are counting my, uh, the family. They will count. Uh, our tribe is God, look at tribe I'm free. Look at the place I come from. The school I attended. I attended what on China? JHS. If you're looking in the books to choose even the schools, sometimes they even forget to type it. Add it to that. Nobody that HSS. Nobody even chooses that place. Unless you don't have a plan, they put you there. God, that is how I ended there. He, he, he said, I am from the tribe of this. I am like this. I am like this. Yes, God is not making you put your, your confidence in where you have and what you have or where you come from or your position in life. He wanted to put his, your confidence in him. Amen. It is your confidence in him that will give you victory. Amen. So he said to him, Oh Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest. He himself is confessing that he has already been defeated in Manasseh. And I am the least in my father's house, not only the clan. In his father's house too, he is what? Oh, God takes the weakness of this world to confound the wise. God is looking for the weak so that he can use them to bring divine victory. Yeah, he said, that's why God's strength is made great. When he sees you weak in some area, his strength begins to occupy that area. And that strength of God versus the strength of that thing. He said, Gideon, you are the most qualified person. This is the type of person I'm looking for. Somebody who has nothing so that I can put something in him. Amen. There are some they already have some things. So if you want to put, you can put. Because of their position, they're so arrogant that God cannot help use them. Hey, my dear. And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat the Midianite as one man. Wow. The answer is God be with you. I want God's presence to be with you. Anytime I move, my confidence is 
God being with me. When God is on my side, I know there's no situation that can put me down. I don't care how many people come against you. What you must understand is God with you. The ever presence of God can remove every situation out of your path and can make you a conqueror. No wonder he said, greater is he that is in you than the one that is in the world. But how is it happen? Because there's a greater one. God present is with you. And because of that, your faith can now work. He said, you overcome him by your faith. Wow. When you come and God is with you and you speak, it must happen. Amen. Oh, let me see Gideon. Then he said to him, if I now have found favor in your sight, still he doesn't believe himself. If I found favor in your sight, then show me a sign that it is you who talk with me. He wants to be very sure that nobody is playing tricks on him. Because what the person is seeing and what he's seeing now, if he attempt, it may be suicidal. The very people I'm running away, you are telling me I'm going to defeat them as one man? So he put a test. Say, God, do not depart from me, I pray, until I come to you and bring out my offering and set it before you. And he said, I will wait until you come back. He said, look, I must offer, give you an offering. This is good news. God, if you are with me and your presence is with me, the best thing I can do is to give an offering. You don't give an offering when you don't believe God is on your side. We give an offering because God is there and God is with you. Don't just give offering because you're giving offering. You are giving offering because the presence of God is there and you're giving because God is around. If you are with me, stay here and give you an offering. And let's see. So he went and he knows that any time offering is offered, something happens. So Gideon went in and prepared a young goat and unleavened bread from an offer of flour. Okay, the meat he put in a basket and he put the broth in a pot and he brought them out to him and the terebith tree and presented them. And the angel of God said to him, take the meat and the unleavened bread and lay them on this rock on the rock which is Christ, put it on them, put it on the rock, and pour out the proof, and he did so. Then the angel of the Lord put out what? The end of the staff that was in his hand, and touched the meat, and the unleavened bread, and fire rose out of the rock, and consumed the meat, and the unleavened bread. And the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight. It became a burnt offering. God himself supplied his fire. This is not the fire of man. 
by the fire of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit purified him and consumed it. And he's a consuming fire. He said, I am God who is a consuming fire. The moment he did it, wow. This should be able to convince him that it was God. Or if you see this, won't it convince you? But let's see whether he was properly convinced. Now Gideon perceived that he was the angel of the Lord. Thank God. So Gideon said, alas, oh Lord God, for I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. Then the Lord said to him, peace be with you. Do not fear. You shall not die. Tell somebody, do not fear. You shall not die. Oh, tell the next person. Some people think God is a killer. <laughs> He's not a killer. <laughs> okay. I like that. a very good word. So Gideon built an altar there to the Lord. And call it what? The Lord is what? Peace. This, to this day, it is still an offer of the Abiezra. He built an altar and call it what? If there is any warfare between we and God, we have settled it. Amen. Now, when God is peace, he has to bring peace to his people. And he's the prince of peace. There are battles going through many people in your life. The Lord is peace. He's accepted your offering. Anytime God accepts your offering, there's peace between you and God. If there is a war, he won't accept it. And that's why it's good to give offering. <laughs> it is to prove the peace which is in Christ in you. Okay. Now he came to pass in the same night that the Lord said to him, Take your father's young bull, the second bull of your seven years, and tear them down. Tear down what? The altar of Baal that your father has, and cut down the wooden image that is beside it. So the father went there and now had become like a priest. Not of God, but has Baal, taking care of Baal, other things. He said, Start from your house, father's house. Destroy it. Remove them. Remove the ghosts that is in your heart. Some of us have got ghosts in our heart. A God is in it in that yourself. A God could be your husband. A God could be your wife. A God could be your job. A God could be your dress. A God could be your whatever you have. A God could be your position. Anything you look to as supreme over your life, that rules your life and controls you, is a God. A God could be your sexual desire. <laughs> a God could be money. 
some, the moment you see money, your eyes begin to make plap, 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 plap. Your reasons, you don't reason again. All your reasoning faculties jump. So whether it is clean money or dirty money, it's money you see. Money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. That is your song. Money, 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 money. For you, life is money. Everything is money. If you have to crush people to take the money, you will do that. If you have to destroy people to take the money, you will do that. If you have to kill people to take the money, you will do that. When this desire becomes so strong in you like that, that you don't see human beings, your God is money. There are other gods that controls our life. Until those gods are destroyed, your strength cannot be manifested greatly. You cannot hold those gods and still want to fight and win. Destroy the gods. The first thing you must do is do what? Destroy the gods in your life. It might be your boyfriend. Who is your God? Even as you are here and preaching, your mind is on him. You are WhatsApping, sending messages in the church. One day, an angel will intercept it. <laughs> you can do with. Your phone could be a god. If I take away your phone for two days, how will you feel? If I take away your Bible from you for two days, how will you feel? Are you angry with me? I'm telling the truth. <laughs> there are goals that control our life. If we don't destroy those gods as individual, as a people, even as a church and as a nation and as a continent, all our cry will be of no use. Sometimes our thinking pattern is a God. People think, when I cheat you, I'm smart. It becomes a block, pillars in the person's mind. 
So there's no honesty. When you go the honest way, you'll be persecuted by those around you. If we don't break those goals, the things that rules our life, our economy, our health, if we don't break those goals, selfishness, the God of selfishness, I say, prophet, he now the Kofari, safe. Say, until you break those sins, but breaking those things are very difficult. Happy like that is difficult. Because you are almost dependent upon it. Unconsciously, you depend on that thing. But God will help us. Yeah. So Gideon, you build an altar, and your God on top of it, okay, that's not where, uh-huh. and build an altar, to the Lord your God on top of this rock in a proper arrangement and take the second bull and offer a burnt offering with the wood of the image which you have cut down. <laughs> you don't only break the gods, you need to also build an altar for God. You must replace God with the other God. If we want to win battles. So Gideon took ten men from among his servants and did as the Lord has said to him. I thank God. By fifth, this is fifth man. But because he feared his father's household and the men of the city too, too much to do it by day, he did it by night. He said, I will be but, you know, I understand, I understand. Some of you, you are Nicodemus. You will pray by night, even though you are not a witch. He said, Lord, I will obey you. But deep, I will pray. No, no, no. I will try from a week fifth. So he started with a week fifth. In the night, he gathered his people. They went after him. When I cut it down, uh, nobody will see me. If it even though they haven't seen me, I have still obeyed God. That's okay. That's a good level. So that night they went, and when the men of the city arose early in the morning, there was the altar of Baal torn down, and the wooden image that was beside it was cut down. It was used to do what? To burn. The God who they put their faith in was, an, was used for firewood. And the second bull was being offered on the altar which had been built. So it has been replaced by the altar of God. So they said to one another, who has done this sin? And when they had inquired and asked, the secret, the BNI, the, uh, uh, the CIAs, the, the KGB, 
they put all together. Something had happened. Let's look at it. So they went and went through and went and discovered that it was. And when they had inquired and asked, they said, Gideon, the son of Joas, has done the same. They found the person out. What he was afraid that they wouldn't know, they got to know it. Look, whatever you do, they will get to know. There is nothing they will know. <laughs> then the man of the city said to Joash, bring out your son that he may die. When you act on faith, others who are not living in faith will demand your death, will demand the destruction of your life. Because faith, people will demand that he may die because he has torn down the altar of Baal. And because he has cut down the wooden image that was beside it. So that wooden image too was the one protected. You know, in the village, uh, we have some gods. I, I don't know your village, but my village, a big tree. You see, they will put white calico around it. And they will go to worship and do some sacrifices under. Uh, that, those trees are sacred and we respect them. And, 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 and when you go there, there are certain things you can't do. Even when a woman is this, you can't touch, go to that area. Three. <laughs> Would you plead? But Joah said to all who stood against him, I thank God for his father. Would you plead for Baal? Would you save him? Let the one who would plead for him be put to death by morning? If he is a god, let him plead for himself because his altar has been turned down. This is not your problem. You are not to fight for Baal. If Baal is a god and somebody has come to tear down his building, are you the one to fight for him? Let Baal himself go and do the battle. Let him kill. If Baal can go to war and win battles, and somebody have come to, talk, to tear his, his, his temple down, one man, why do you have to go and fight a person? Let Baal, if he is Baal, he has power, he has strength, then let him go and kill this guy. I like this wisdom. Some people fight for their God. Anytime you begin to fight for your God, it simply means that that God either does not exist and or there's no power in him. We are not the defender of God. He is the one who should defend us. We are not the protector of God. He is the one that should protect us. We are not the one that should watch over God. He should watch over us. That's why I don't care. Oh, pastor, somebody was insulting God. I said, yes, let him insult Let's go and do. I said, no, no. If God feels he's been insulted, if he feels he's been insulted, let Jehovah God 
rise up and face that person. I am not the one to go and fight. Are you angry? I'm just telling you a story. We should allow, I believe in God, that the God we serve is real. I remember we used to pray at some place. And some children, some people will come, they'll come and they'll come make rough. We pray in tongues. They'll come, child, I will tell you here. They're rough for her. So that they, 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 they make fun. And one day they were making fun and the Holy Spirit fell on this children. They were lying down, rolling down this and they have to bring us to come and pray for them to recover. It is not me to say, oh, they are destroying our this. Look at how they don't respect the God. Let's go and fight. After that, there was great respect. is a God. Let him prove himself as a God. Unless that God do not exist and we want to cover it up and say there is a God and we want to use it under to do something. But if it's real. So that's why he's told them. And now if they go and fight me that Baal do not exist. <laughs> if they don't fight, let Baal fight. If you do not, why are you going to fight? Then, therefore, on that day, he called him Jerubal, saying, let Baal, so his name, <laughs> plead against him because he has turned down his altar. Then all the Midianites and the Amalekites, the people of the east, gathered together and they crossed over and encamped in the valley of Jezreel. There is the heavenly places is being disturbed. The forces of the spiritual realm have been, have been shaken. So they have to gather. The demons have been arrested yes. and the handcuff. And now there's commotion. And God was then setting them up for him, for them to be destroyed. But the spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon. I love it. Next, I'm going to preach on the spirit of the Lord and the power of the spirit of the Lord. Wow. The spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon. Then he blew the word, trumpet, and their beers right gathered behind him. Ha! And he sent messengers to our Manasseh, who also gathered behind him. He also sent, uh, are, okay, continue, continue, continue. They came up to meet them. So Gideon said to God, if you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said, look, I put, I shall put what? A fleece of wool on the threshing floor. If there is a dew on the fleece only. In that I'm going to put something down. This cloth down. Let it rain 
when it, if the rain only falls on the on that cloth, it means that cloth. It rains only on that cloth. Then you are the one. He wants to be sure. But you can't see that number and not be sure. But the next day when he went, it was wet. And he said, mm. when I was saying, somebody had it. So the moment I left there, he took bucket and poured water on it. It might be a setup for me. You know, sometimes we pray and God answered and we are not sure it is God who answered it. Then Gideon said to God, do not be angry with me, but let me speak just once more. Let me test. I pray. Just once more with the fleece. Let it now be dry only on the fleece, but on all the ground let there be dew. He said, God, yes, now if it's somebody who poured water on it, now I'm going to put it again. Let it rain. And let the whole place be flooded. But this place, let it be dry. Whoever will carry a bucket of water. <laughs> By the time he finished, I have come. <laughs> so he went the next day. It was done. Then he knew surely that God was going to be Even that did not solve all the problem. Sometimes while we are operating in faith, there's little fear in us, I know. At a point, the brain will tell you, unless you don't, you don't have reasoning powers. It reasons, mm. listen, I know it works. I know God, how many of you know that? Everybody believes God is there. But whether he will do it. Let me finish finally. And the Lord said to Gideon, the people who are with you are too many for me to give the Midianite into your hand. Lest Israel claim glory for itself against me, saying, my own hand has saved me. So he gathered people and the number was around how much? How many? Even the 30 something is not equal to the number. This we're having over 100,000 army. Now, therefore, proclaim in the hearing of the people, saying, whoever is fearful and afraid, whoever is what? So fearful people cannot operate in faith. I don't want to go to do cast demon with fearful people. Whoever is fearful, uh-huh, then number one is what? That's why you are afraid. Whenever God appears to anybody, the first thing he says is that fear not. Because God cannot operate with fearful people. The fearful people, they die before their own time. They are dead inside before they go to the battle. And they you know People can create fear and impact fear. Fear is a spirit. When you are in trouble and fearful people come around you, you are finished. They will crucify you with their fear. Hey, hey, is that what happened to you? 
Look, yesterday, this friend, he died. This sickness, it has never spared anybody. <laughs> by the time you live there, by the time they leave you, the little faith you have, they put holes inside. So if anybody is afraid, you don't go to battle with fear. In fact, the only days what you do is that when you go to battle, you should find a way of creating fear in your enemy. When you are able to put fear in your enemy, it's easy for you to overcome them. That is why sometimes Seven people, eight people, ten people can take a whole community captive. And the number of that community is more. There are stronger men there. You see some five boys who will take the place and go no-go area. And they put the whole community under fear. Meanwhile, if boldness comes into those people, the whole community, they will just arise and finish them. All the power is in the community, but they will sit down there and these people will torture them and torment them. And those people, what they fear is bold people. When people rise up in boldness, they are afraid of them. And anybody who is bold, people fear him. Even in offices, those who are bold to speak the truth, people fear him. So that they want to do things, they will go behind you. Are you getting me? Remove what? Fearful people. Remove fear in you. If you want to destroy your enemy, if you want to win the battle, fear has no place. I say what? Fear has no place. I say what? Fear has, no place. fear has no place in victory. Faith is the opposite of fear. God gives faith, Satan gives fear. God operates by faith, Satan operates through fear. Even if a preaching can fear, there's a reverent fear, fear, which is a respect for God, which is different from the fear of torment and torture. Even it is not because of the fear of hell, that is why you should serve God. It's because you love God and true faith. Take away what? Fearful people. So tell someone, don't be afraid. From here, go and face your fear. Tell them, go and face your fear. If you even look at Goliath, you know what he did to Israel? He created what? Fear. He took one boy who came in with boldness and said, you, I will kill you. 
and he killed him. Do away with fear. If you have been offered a job, don't be afraid that you can't do it. You are able. If they give, some people, they never take a position because they're afraid. They give you, they say, we want to give you an MD. Say, hey, this place, <laughs> they recount, hey, this, this, this job, anybody have never seen here for long. Eh? Anytime they come, they will trouble him. Anytime they come, me too, I can't take it. So they're afraid. I say, oh, Mr. So-and-so, please, I'm for MD, Mimpe. Find another job for me. Be bold. Somebody must be there. Be courageous. If you want to take your land, you need courage to take it. Remove fear out of your life. Fear out of the church. Fear. People who threaten people and put fear in them. It's out of God. That's why I sometimes disagree with some of us, the men of God. One people to hell for play. I'll take it to hell. As if it's Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did you die for me to take me to hell? I'm only a caretaker of all of you. The one who is in charge of you is God. Yes. The one who owns you is Jehovah God. Yes. Take away fear. Next week I will, I will continue the rest. So I got this place. So next week when I come, tell me where I got to. So I want you to go and memorize what. <laughs> uh, go and read this, all this. Judges 7, verse 3. When I come, I'll let you tell me uh, uh, those, uh, all those. Go and read the whole Judges chapter 7. So when I come, I'll preach with you. Say amen. amen. If you're facing any warfare, any battle, any harassment, sometimes situation can harass you. Life can harass you. Like Gideon. Today. What's this date? Huh? 10th of November. You're going to replace the altar of Baal with the altar of God. Amen. What creates fear in you? You are going to overcome it. Amen. We are coming. I see a church. A firebrand church. That will say no to nothing. Bold church, confident church, the church which God is with, God present is with them. A church that will uproot 
all balism and implant all what is of Christ. We are going to do it. We uproot the devil's work in our city, in our environment, in our nation, in every area. We have been chosen like Gideon to bring a change. In Jesus' name, amen. We have come.